0: Hello, recording. This is the show intro. Bonjour, Social Death Podcast. Michael, I am here. Okay. Hello, what are you doing? Uh, I just had lunch. Nice. What did you have?
1: Uh, noodles, instant
0: noodles. <laughs> Ooh. I had like a, um, you know, those sweet kale um, salad kit things. Yeah. So I had one of those, but didn't have any of the 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 nice bits in it like the, the fruit and nuts or the sauce not the sort of dressing but, but <clears throat> that,
1: that's that's the only part that you want though right like, yeah, like the, the dried cranberries and like the nuts and stuff
0: yeah i like to take the packet of dressing on the go just like a quick hit <laughs> while i'm running <laughs> to get out a bum bag oh yeah that, no that's, that's, that's creamy that, that's probably not the smoothie that you had in mind. <laughs> that was gross um yeah but so super dry so i had to find some like cheese and stuff um what are we talking about oh yeah so you wrote a blog the other day about um screen time and is it good or bad for kids yeah thoughts opinions uh reckon?
1: i recognize the hypocrisy of the situation it's <laughs> like um all day yeah so like yeah. With, with with like my first kid like i didn't know anything about you know screen time because like i grew up like with a TV in front of my face for the last, yeah. like almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I didn't know. So like when, when my kid was like super young, when she was like, you know, five months, six months, whatever, like I'd be watching hockey and football and she'd just like be there. Mm. Uh, and then like at some point I was told, like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. You know, no, like zero screen time under two years. I think it's the recommendation from world health organization and, you know, American pediatrics and whatever. Uh, so yeah but like and at like, the same time like i know that like i <laughs> i spend all day in front of some screen or another whether it's a computer or a phone or tv
0: yeah at least one at a time probably well, more
1: you, you, usually more than one yeah
0: yeah i've got one two three ipad and phone um i've got four <clears> in
1: front of me right now as a talking to you
0: so yeah and you need it um but i i don't know i mean they say like you know, you're not supposed to sit too close to the TV because it makes your eye go swear Or, uh, well, that's what my mum said anyway. Um, or, like, you're not supposed to, It makes you have attention. Something, something. I don't know. I'll stop listening. And, um, I, you know, I think it's rubbish. Like, I think you can watch TV. I mean, I'm not a doctor. But I should say that. Um, For the record, neither am I. Just Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, this is advice. I think um that people should shouldn't shy away from screens. And I think it's for a couple of reasons. One, um, it's entertaining, but also um I think that when I think when you're exposed to that many ideas, whether it's through books or screens or however you sort of take in um entertainment education any sort of media i think it it opens you up to new ways of thinking um and i don't think it's the screen time that's stopping i think it's the the type of content so i've stopped my daughter for the most part watching youtube kids because it's either grown-ups playing with um, dolls with kid voices which i find weird and annoying or it's um very highly produced sort of kid focused entertainment, whether it's Ryan's uh toy review conglomerate, his face is on a mouthwash that my daughter uses. What's he got to do with dentistry? I think it's it's awful. Um or there's like some I think like I think they're from the Ukraine or Russia or something. But they moved to the States and there seems to be like loads of them and they live on like, incredible houses in some, like, huge complex, like, gated community. And they all create very... Um, sort of lots of bangs and flashes and sped-up entertainment for kids. And my daughter loves it it's completely mind-numbing. But I won't let her watch it because she goes hyper afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if, if they're watching... I don't know, like nature. We always grew up watching nature documentaries. Yeah, me too. The BBC and things, um, but I don't think they really have it here that much.
1: Well, and like, and, and I think that's where, uh, like, there are several factors at at play here. And like, I, I guess like one of the most obvious ones is is not all screen time is made alike. Obviously, so like, even just speaking from our perspective as grown ups who should know what we're doing, but we don't. Uh, you know, like mindlessly doom scrolling our way through Twitter, or like thumbing through TikTok videos and YouTube Shorts, and some of these these quick like <laughs> dopamine hits. Yeah, like that's obviously not the same thing as you know if your kid wants to FaceTime with grandma because that's the only time that they, they're actually able to talk with each other, whether they're you know another part of the country or whatever, right? Like having uh, like FaceTime conversations or. Uh, things like that is, is quite different. Or like if they're playing like an educational game where they're actually learning something from that uh, that's quite different than just like mind numbingly watching, you know, Ryan's toy reviews. Uh, so there is definitely that part of it. But like, I think that I still, I see, I see what you mean by like, I, I know that for, at least for my daughter. So like with, with, with my son, he's, he's just, he's not even one and a half yet, So We don't, it's kind of hard to say. what he's going to be like but like with my daughter like when she started watching more tv like she had enough attention span to sit through like a half hour episode or something she'd totally zombie out and Mm -hmm. the rest of the world is dead to her we'll call her tell her it's dinner time tell her put away her toys whatever like the world is dead to her during that time and then you know we turn off the tv and now she's upset
0: right Uh, yeah but it's not just like upset like oh i was enjoying that it's like meltdown yeah Yep. And it's not even like normal with, I find like the TV turning off for bedtime time to brush teeth, whatever it's like disappointing. She'll run to mum and say, dad turned off the TV and you know, it's a, it's a thing. But if you turn off the iPad with YouTube kids, it's, she just goes like ballistic. Yeah. And, and I don't know why.
1: Uh, I what uh, and I, I think this relates back even again, going back to like our experience now as again as grown ups who really should know what we're doing, but we don't um, we've trained ourselves to a point where we don't know how to be bored um like yeah we're we're in this environment where it's it's constant uh instant gratification, high stimulation, constant dopamine hits that uh. Like even for us, like now when we're watching TV, oh, this is too boring. I need to also thumb through Twitter on my phone while I'm watching this, this TV program. Like we, we're seeking ever higher levels of stimulation all the time yeah. and like that's just further exacerbated, you know, uh, and it's more even more impactful when it comes to our kids.
0: I get really anxious when I watch TV because I, I sit and I flick through my phone and uh, if I wander over to TikTok, it'll be too much for me to handle and I have to like throw my phone onto the other end of the couch because like, I I know I'm driving myself crazy. And so now if I'm watching TV, I either go on my exercise bike and watch TV or I lift weights or just sort of do stretching on the floor. Yeah. Because if, if I'm sat still, I need to either eat something or play with my phone or like get up and do something and I I can't just sit there and and watch something and sort of zone out
1: yeah and that's a problem
0: (laughs) it's a real problem I mean if you sort of turn it into like a um, sort of temptation stacking where you only get to watch tv if you're on the exercise bike that's great but being unable to do that like just to do one thing at a time is is bad especially when you're in a working environment or you're with your kids and you should be playing with them. But you just want to just check on Twitter. You just want to see what that ding was. um, yeah. And it, it's it's bad. The only time I can do one thing is when I'm reading a book.
1: Yeah. I was just about to say, like, uh, like I've been trying, trying to make a conscious effort the last couple of years, uh, particularly to cut my like mobile screen time, like computer screen time. I can't cut down because I need to do it for work and whatever. Right. Yeah, but like screen time on my phone, for the most part, is it's not for work, right? Primarily, it's it's quote unquote like for fun, like Facebook, YouTube, whatever. But like, you can't really do anything else while you're reading a book, right? So like, it Mm -hmm. it kind of forces you to do that. And like another thing that I've been trying to do to try to cut, um, like active screen time for me is like if I'm going for a walk around the neighborhood or something like that, uh, to avoid me looking at my phone, I'll be listening to a podcast like this Mm
0: -hmm. or
1: uh, you know, listening to an audio book was audiobook something, or, or, or something like that. So like it, it, forced me to kind of put my phone away. But like, I, uh, I know that in those instances where like, I'm not actively engaged with something, even if I am actively engaged with something, like there's always that temptation to whip out the phone. I think like me and you, like yeah. we're, we're, we're not at all unique that like, when we're at, no. you know, like school pick up and drop off, like every other parent has their phone and they're staring oh, at yeah. it while yeah. we're waiting for the kid to get called in or get mm-hmm. uh, dismissed.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny sort of we equate putting the phone out in our pockets but still listening to content <laughs> as being having a break it's the same it's just we have got other stuff to look at well as well
1: may, maybe there's there's just something to the idea of um longer form more engaging content rather than like the short hits that you'd get you know from a tiktok or uh youtube shorts so like if i'm listening to an audiobook they're you know six eight hours long whatever yeah like a, many podcasts are you know at least half an hour it could be an hour or whatever so like you you get more drawn into something um more depth rather than just like quickly swiping through the next thing where like when you're on tiktok like 15 seconds is too long like in the first like two seconds you decide, nope i don't want to watch this one and you're already yeah. on to the next thing you know
0: so then it's not it's not a question of whether screen time is good or bad. It's the type of content that's good or bad. And so if it was um, quick sound bites, where it's like 15 seconds of someone saying something very entertaining or, or like a bit of song or something, that would be regarded, in my opinion, as detrimental as TikTok or as as short form, mm. very sort of quickly entertaining but then ultimately um, I mean I guess it's like eating like junk food like it tastes like a Mars bar tastes amazing for like the the seconds that you're eating it but then as soon as it's gone you feel sick and it hasn't nourished you at all um, and that's the same as YouTube kid content where it's got some irritating little child um, being very loud and, and having lots of whizzes and pops and bangs edited in by their parents or whichever company they're paying for now um to distract and sort of keep the child's attention for as long as they can because they know that it gives more dollars to them Mm -hmm. um, without providing any value but if if it was a longer form like an audiobook or something where they get drawn in and they get entertained or educated along the way whether it's a uh, story time like an audiobook or if it's a you know uh a, a, like a longer uh, tv show with an actual narrative arc and there's characters and there's morals to it and that kind of stuff um yeah. it's more valuable
1: yeah this this, this reminds me like of uh, a quote that i i've saved now i might blog about it at some point but i just finished reading uh andrew yang's book a little while ago. You, you might remember, Andrew, he ran for the Democratic uh, nomination in the US uh, in 2020. Yes. Um, yes. So he was he was citing someone's uh, TED talk. And he said, uh, this technologist, I don't know how to say his last name, JP Ranga Swamy, uh, compared the information we consume to a diet, a work of great literature could be compared to an incredibly nourishing and fortifying meal. Social media snippets could be compared to snacking on junk food. Imagine if we surrounded children. With an unlimited buffet of Cheetos and Twinkies, what would happen to their health over time? And I think that that, that really is echoing exactly what you're saying, right? Like, if, you know, these the junk food is satisfying in the short term, but like it's not good for you in, in the long term, right? So, like having that.
0: Yeah, or uh, short term, it's just bad yeah. all around.
1: Yeah. Um, if you get that like quick dopamine hit, right? Like it makes you happy in the moment. And so then why you feel horrible about yourself.
0: That's really interesting then. So, so what we're saying is, um all these sort of buzzworthy articles about screen time that's that's super bad for us and our kids and everything else, um it that's not what we should be talking about. It's it's the quality. So it, it like if my child was reading a book all day, I'd be perfectly happy. I think, isn't she great? But if she was like looking at a I don't know, Sears catalogue or something, I think there's something wrong with this. Um <laughs> <laughs> Where did she even get that from? <laughs> on, on, they with Wait, they're still catalogued? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know what I mean? But if she if she was watching educational shows or um, nature documentaries or something, I'd think she has a real passion. But if she's watching YouTube Kids, which is short form, very um, exciting, but valueless all day, I'd think I'm a bad parent and she's wasted her day.
1: Yeah. Like I, I think that there, there is still something to um, like the level of engagement and the level of, how should I say this? Like the kind of processing that it takes for someone to like consume a bit of content. So, you know, if, if you're watching, you know, like a mindless cartoon, even if it's, you know, half an hour long, an hour long, like it doesn't yeah. take much to digest it. It's just like, there it is. Hey, look, he fell down. That's funny. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, we grew up watching, you know, Bugs Bunny and all that kind of stuff too, but, um, like something like reading a book, just it it takes more it takes more brain power, it takes more work for you to process mm-hmm. it, uh, especially you know with younger kids, you know, they, they gotta sound out the words, oh, how do I pronounce this word? What does that word actually mean? Okay, now that I put all these words together, what does this sentence mean altogether? Uh, you know they develop a picture in their head of what this story looks like instead of just being shown it in video form. So like, there's a certain level of, um, like processing, uh, that's involved, uh, that is, that is still different than, you know, when we sit down to watch a movie or watch a TV show. The, The, the other thing is that we have to really think about it from the context of what is developmentally appropriate. So, you know, uh, your daughter's in in grade one now, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 So then like, you know, and and my, my, my daughter's in grade two. So then like they're, they're at an age where like, you know, they, they have, they can read to a certain extent, they can understand things to a certain extent and like continuing to move forward through their educational careers, like screens are going to be a necessary part of um, everything that they learn. They have iPad learning games that they use uh, in class now, but you know, as they go on, they're going to be using, computers to write essays or like research thing on on the internet and things like that but with my with my son um when they're when they're under a certain age when they're still babies and toddlers and things they're still trying to understand the physical world around them and when they watch something on a screen they they lose that sense of three dimensionality and like um learning how to manipulate like the real world in 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 3d space so, like i can i i can understand why organize, organizations like the world health organization and so on uh really push that idea of like really trying to limit screens for kids under the age of 2 or 3 or something like that because they're still trying to make sense of the world. Yeah. Uh, so like learning opportunities through books and things like that like that's not like realistically speaking like a, a one year old's not really learning much from a book, not really,
0: right? No, not at all. Um Interesting, but do you think that when like the w h o and whoever else talks about you know you've gotta limit screen time for kids who are i don't know under teenage years um they're doing that as a as an easier way of moderation, so they're saying, don't watch screens. I don't know three hours before you go to sleep because you won't sleep right and you need to sleep to to grow and develop your brain but do you think they're using screens as the the black and white of it um because they can't because parents just don't have time um or the ability to to moderate what they're actually watching or what they're engaging with or or who they're talking to on social as they're going to bed and whatever
1: yeah well, yeah, it's one of those things that like it's definitely much more nuanced again than any kind of little soundbite or like headline or social media post can can sum up, right? Like, so yeah. like we we boil down these recommendations to okay, no more than two hours under the age of this, no more than three hours under the age of that. But like the reality is that the answer is obviously much more nuanced than because again, like not all screen time is made alike, not all children are alike, uh, and all that kind of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I mean to go back to your um, quote, that Andrew Yang yeah i think uh um saying like um uh, what was it again
1: <laughs> yeah like 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 like, like <laughs> so, social media snippets and like these sound bites and things it's it's like it's like snacking on ju- junk food right right like, right right. yeah if you, so, if, you, like, if you surround kids like okay here's all the cheeses and candies that you could possibly want like obviously that's what they're going to eat they're not going to choose yeah. the broccoli among all the jelly so, beans right
0: so do you think in a similar vein that we we have a food pyramid um that has all sorts of um lobbyists involvement, but um mm. um do you know that dairy isn't actually required on the yeah anyway
1: um yeah, that 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 was a relatively uh, well, I guess not that recent anymore, but yeah, that was a thing that came up because it was uh,
0: yeah. the dairy lobbyists, yeah, I mean <laughs> saying that we don't we the screens are fine and we we have complete attention something um uh that. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, so well, yeah, are yeah, bad yeah, then. Then. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but... are bad and are really dangerous. Um,
1: no, <laughs> no, but, no um, like, 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 like this idea of like a pyramid, right? The food like you, pyramid, you, yeah. yeah. So or so like a, or a, even a balance... like Maslow's like hierarchy of needs, right? Like you ought to take care of like your physical health and your mental health and all these things before you you add the cherry on top.
0: Yeah. So what? My, what I was was going to say then before my, i got distracted by um looking at my nft collection um <laughs> it stopped selling for some reason um the too many screens james <laughs> i know i know it's bad i've got like 20 tabs open and i i see that there's someone sent me a message and i i'm ignoring it um where we have balance with our food and our diet we should have balance with the content that we absorb and are privy to so i think you know, having a little bit of um treats now and again is fine. It's like with crappy content. Like it's fine to just skim through, see some amusing stuff happening, but it's not something that you should sit down and, and do for hours. Like if you're waiting for a bus, you know, have a look at TikTok or something, but it's not it's not um gonna nourish you um like a, a proper meal would. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to, if you're going to allow yourself, okay, I'm going to have, I don't know, three hours a day, um, with not work related screen time. And that seems like a lot, but it goes very quickly. Um, you don't have to have that much, but let's say at three hours, I'm going to turn my phone off. Um, but you have to make sure that the content that you're having is worthwhile. Um, and you have to say, this isn't valuable enough. Like my time is worth more than this. And then I think, as soon as you start doing that, you get full up like you would when you have a proper meal versus chips. Um, you you feel satiated from having high quality content, whether it's like watching a documentary, watching the news, reading a book, um, f- versus flicking through TikTok, which I can do for hours and hours and hours. And as I do it, I feel more guilty that I've wasted my time. Mm-hmm of which i don't have enough um and i think it's it's the value of content versus the amount of screen time
1: yeah i i i think that like again like because it's so nuanced like we're 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 conflating different aspects like whether we're talking about uh quality of content versus mm. quantity of screen time Versus, you know, the, the evil demons that work the social media algorithms and make us super addicted to their platform. So we'll just keep swiping. Like, I, I think that these, these issues are related, but we kind of have to try to think about them differently, the same way that we have to think about screen time as adults versus screen time for children. So like, as an example, when you were talking about, um, Emma, how, how she, you know, she throws a fit if you take away the iPad, uh-huh. but like. Big picture, broadly speaking, obviously there are exceptions, et cetera, et cetera. But broadly speaking, children have more energy than we do, broadly speaking. Yeah. Um, so if she has had, you know a particularly busy, active day at school, she had gym, they played basketball, they ran around the field, and they you know she 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 spent a bunch of energy during the day, then, you know, taking some downtime when she gets home to sit with an iPad or watch TV is probably not such a bad thing um
0: but do like, you think but that- at the same time
1: like if she had less of an active day and she didn't have uh as much of an opportunity to burn some away some of the energy mm. uh, as she gets engaged with you know an ipad game or whatever like she's still uh there's a certain level i wouldn't say anxiety but like a certain level of like energy that's uh yeah. still kind of like pent up and she's and then that energy is is getting fed and it's it's increasing because of the iPad because of the increased uh, stimulation. So when you take that away, now there's the this this ticking time bomb of energy that has to it has to go somewhere. So it manifests think, itself
0: as a fit. Do you think, as parents, it's our job to um, take away those opportunities for the lower quality content altogether? Um, because moder- moderating is really hard. Like if I say. To my daughter, you can only have half an hour of YouTube kids. After that, you have to watch a show, or like a proper show, or you have to read a book, or you have to like play with me, for example. Well, mm. let's let's do an experiment. um As soon as she's had the half an hour of of YouTube kids, like anything other than more YouTube kids is um awful to her. It's like I can't even comprehend how yeah. you can take this away from me. Yeah. So should I just cut it out completely because then you don't have that argument or is there a way to sort of moderate it without her losing it
1: uh well like obviously again i must reiterate i'm I'm not a doctor not a professional just based on personal experience etc um for me like what 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 has worked is um two aspects so like one is way easier said than done is the idea (laughs) of uh You moderate everything. <laughs> you moderate everything. Anything that they're watching, you watch with them at the same time. You discuss it with them at the same time. You engage with them at the same time. So they don't uh, they don't completely zombie out because you're watching something together. You're engaging mm. something together. You're playing the game together, et cetera. Obviously, easier said than done. Not actually practical for mo- most of the time. Um, not so much lately because I haven't really had to enforce it as much. But I, I have found like the idea of like. Um, like warnings and like countdowns has helped. So it's not, you don't go from, here's this fun thing I'm doing and all of a sudden I have to stop, Mm
0: -hmm. right?
1: Um, So for me, like I applied that more, more in the context of like playground time. It's like, okay, we really have to go home for dinner. Okay, 10 more minutes. Okay, Mm -hmm, five more mm -hmm. minutes. Okay, two more minutes. Okay, you can do one last thing down the slide and then we got to go. And like having that, like easing out of that situation made it easier than, when it'd be like, okay, it's time to go home. It's like, oh, but I don't want to go home yet. Obviously, you don't want to go home yet, right? Like, oh, I I know that, but like, we have to go. But like, having that countdown helped. So, um, we could apply like a similar kind of idea to other situations, like screen time, like YouTube Kids, things like that. Okay, you only got five more minutes, and like that way, if nothing else, like they're they're a little bit more primed for it. It's going to end now.
0: Yeah, I found I have to sort of. <clears throat> um Talk up the next thing. Mm. So, like, instead of saying this thing has to end now, because and that's it, <clears throat> and then we have to go home and I don't know, do something boring. um Then that sort of is devastating to to her because she's like, "Well, uh, I'm having a nice time. This is unfair. Why do we have to stop?" And then like, "Well, we I don't know, we got to go home. That's it. Yes. um There's no real reason." But if you say, um, okay, we're, we're all done here or have a few more times. And then um, I've, I've started to, um, I can't remember the word for it, but like give value to her feelings in mm-hmm. the moment. So like, I understand you're frustrated and you don't want to go home because you're having such a good time. that That's really hard. Um, but I thought we could, um, why don't we go and do some experiments or why don't we go and get the shaving cream out and we can... Put yeah. a food coloring in it and chase the cat around, um, <clears throat> and sort of play into the next thing because I don't know. I think I think putting value on the feeling in that moment, like oh yeah, I get it. Like this is really hard. Um, you, this is frustrating. I know you're having a great time, and we're gonna have a great time tomorrow as well when we come back. Um, but. And I, and I guess we have to do that with, with screen time. Like, oh, I understand that. Yeah. Um, that's really funny, isn't it? Oh, what did you learn from that? Um, and sort of get her out of being s- so drawn into the, the content that she's absorbing mm-hmm. and say like, what, you know, what did you learn? What did you think of that person doing that thing? Is that something you want to try yourself and then sort of draw her out mm-hmm. and then try and give more value to the, the content and have it sort of a, a kind of day starter or like a an activity starter like let's watch this a know kid um making sand castles or something that looks fun why don't we go to the beach or why don't we go and play with the right. kinetic sand or you know right. yeah and like a uh,
1: even as adults but as, especially as kids like we th- th- you understand that you know their their feelings or their response to things may not always be logical also true as adults but mm-hmm. the the feelings are real whether or not they're necessarily grounded in reality or not so then like their experience of it is real right so like acknowledging well i guess what would be the word like acknowledging or, or validating their feelings like i understand yeah. where you're coming from mm-hmm. um whether or not they understand that you're saying you understand is another conversation but like Trying to meet them, try to meet them where they are,
0: uh yeah, and it also sort of um gets them to think about their own feelings and how they feel at the time, yeah, and then yeah. I think maybe it's worth revisiting it to sort of really solidify and sort of say like later on, how did you feel about when we had to turn off the iPad, yeah, and if they say like bad, and say, what well, like were you frustrated, what do you think we could do differently?" Um, but then wasn't it really fun when we stopped and we did something together and then maybe those kinds of relationships where they, they tie ending the the iPad time to doing something with dad, um, we get to do something that we saw on TV. So then the transition between turning off the, (coughs) the YouTube kids or iPad or whatever, um, into doing something is more like they have a more sort of pleasant memory of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thought.
1: Yeah. The, the other side of that, like, like, it's, it's, it's really hard, right? Because just like everything else with parenting, um, hmm. it's really hard because then like at, at some point, like we, we do need to teach our kids or we should try to teach our kids some idea around, um, limits and like being able to enforce limits on ourselves. Like, I think like as a society, I'm just as guilty of this as anybody else. But like, we constantly seek this idea of like instant gratification. I want, I want the Cheetos and the Twinkies now kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to do this thing that has delayed gratification. I got to work on this for two years and it may, may not pay off at the end, that kind of thing. Like it's much harder to motivate us even as adults to do that. And like, uh, trying to instill that sense of self-understanding, like, something. I think we never really had to
0: do it. Yeah. Like, we've never had to, uh, it's never, at least in, in my life, it's never been a situation where I've had so much, uh, until I went to college at least, and I've actually, sort of real-world example, I put on a ton of weight in college um, because I had figured out, I remember going to the shop, the supermarket and thinking i'm gonna, i could buy a whole pie and because i don't live at home anymore no one can tell me off and so i did and then um i did that a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot because i i sort of subconsciously i guess tied it with freedom and having opportunity and that kind of thing and i was i was never like in a position before where i could say I'm going to buy a whole pie. I'm going to have this slice because that will satiate me and it's delicious. And then I can have another slice tomorrow. And because I I never really gave it much thought. Mm -hmm. And so I think it, especially with our kids now growing up with so much access to screens on every single table, there's a a phone or there's a Google or there's a computer or laptop or, or something. And there's so much opportunity for, for, content that's shiny and interesting. We've never had to say, you know what, that's enough. Uh I'm I'm good now. I think I want to do something else. Yeah. Um and so it's a new process for us as adults where we gotta say, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna watch look at my phone before bed. Um and kids are growing up with it at the same time as we are, almost where it's yeah. it's a whole new world of there's going to be virtual reality and there's you know the metaverse and it's everything's exciting and and full of opportunity, but no one's saying or no one's really enforcing like you know what screens off nine o'clock at night, um yeah it's it's not good for you like you can't do this anymore it's like smoking yeah like you, well, you like, can't we, do it
1: you, you've probably seen some version of the meme. Uh, something along these lines, where it's like, the the, the best thing about being an adult is uh, no one's stopping you from having ice cream for breakfast. But the worst thing about being an adult is no one is stopping you from having ice cream for breakfast. And I, it, like, I, I think that we're we're falling into the same kind of traps now. And like especially in this age of like instant gratification, if I want to, no matter what video I want to watch on Netflix, I can just bring it up on demand at any time and watch whatever movie TV show I want. If I want to listen to a certain song, I can ask Google at any time to bring up any song I want uh, immediately, as opposed to, you know, like before we'd have to sit by the radio and wait for the DJ and hopefully they're going to play the song that we want to listen to. Or like, uh, there's a show that I want to watch. Well, that's only on Wednesdays at 8pm. Well, I'm going to have to wait until Wednesday 8pm before I can watch it. Whereas now it's so uh, much easier, like especially with like Netflix and things like that. You can binge through a whole season in one night if you want to.
0: James, you still there? Did I lose you? I pressed mute. I was eating a cookie. Um, oh, <laughs> I was just talking to myself. Um, I have to edit that, bit out. Bum. Um, you know what? The point wasn't even that good. It's about a m- movie called Biggles. I used to try and look for the in the Radio Times on every bank holiday. Sometimes it came on. So good. Um, yeah, I th- yeah, I think there's an awful lot to unpack there. Um, and I don't know what the solution is. I think it's yeah. I I kind of get now why they say not too much screen time because they, you can't, or it's really difficult to try and moderate and judge the value of the content before watching it. Mm -hmm. And so they just say, turn your iPad off. Oh, someone's saying, um,
1: well, it's 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 about making the uh, again easier said than done, but it's about making the alternative more attractive. Um I think yeah. that's a big part of it too. So I like think you're right. the, the the reason why we're so addicted to screens is like it's so easy and it's such an instant dopamine hit that is like why wouldn't I do this thing that makes me feel good right now in the moment, instantly. I can have yeah. the thing I want right now.
0: Or... So trying to convince your kid that ooh salad's delicious. Yeah. Like, no, it isn't. I know mean, I want chicken strips again, because I know it's really good. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and, and oh, just, you veg- just to get it to catch up,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I tried to show my daughter Popeye the other day yeah. for spinach and it looked old. <laughs> Can't believe it. It's like, this wow. It's square and everything. Um yeah, okay. Cool. So less screens. <laughs> um, other so, news. So, so, so just do it. <laughs> yeah. So just do that. Um, yeah. We got to talk about Five Dads Go Wild. Are we yeah. going to do it this year?
1: I hope so. Like, it, it seems so, like for, for the last couple of years, like, well, it's all, as you know, like it's all been like touch and go, right? Yeah. But
0: I hope I so. think this year is going to be good. So, um, in case you are a new listener, uh, Five Dads Go Wild is a dad blogging camping trip where usually we go to Manning Park um, and we take pictures and talk about being a dad and no kids allowed. Uh, And it's a good getaway for for dads who usually don't make the time for themselves um, to escape the the day-to-day. But do you think we should go back to Manning Park? Like, do you think it's like last time all but you slept in their cars because... (laughs)
1: i i i don't understand how that came to be like the the least experienced camper is the one that stays in the the tent the whole time
0: yeah i don't know like i i kind of i was excited to not have to pack up on the last day and so the night before i packed up and i slept in my car just there was no real reason for it um I, i don't know but i think i think it's not it's not challenging enough. Like the first year we did it, it snowed, didn't it? No, it rained. And then the no, second rained. year we did it, it, it snowed. Yeah. And your tent collapsed and that was very funny. Um, and well, I almost died, it was really good. So that's, that's pretty funny. Good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, <laughs> almost. Um, death is hilarious. <laughs> when it's almost death. <laughs> um, uh, but I think it's gotten too easy. Like it, and this year it was like it was quite nice weather, which yeah, it was, was annoying. Like <laughs> I, well, like it, it when it's really hard because it's because it makes it more interesting and the content's better. But when it's like, yeah, we went camping with some mates and it was quite nice. It's like, well, that's boring. I well, want to see it, someone like lose a leg or something. If it was up to
1: David, we'd be going to Mexico.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, unless we're going to deal with like a cartel or. Uh, Stephen sure. gets kidnapped and then we can make a <laughs> video on it and that'll be really good entertaining. And that, you know, we might see Stephen again yeah, <laughs> on the news. And um, I, th- yeah, I, I want to do something more fun. So I reckon we should go to like the Yukon and, or some, I don't know, something more interesting, something more, I don't want to say dangerous, but you know, <laughs> hazardous at least well but without the mosquitoes that we had when we went in the summer without what well, yeah, that,
1: well, that, that, that's what i mean like that was more challenging
0: for different yeah reasons. but that wasn't fun though <laughs> well because like,
1: like, uh, well, i think that like uh, again like we kind of have to uh, we have to come to some consensus or, or like delineate like the the purpose of this of this trip right like if, if it's about you know dad's getting away and like yeah. actually having some time to ourselves and like the actual uh, the specifics of it don't matter as much as long as you know just kind of hanging out and talking dad stuff whatever mm. um, but like if the goal is to like push ourselves to something that might be more challenging or more uncomfortable like I don't think it necessarily has to uh reflect how we're living like it doesn't necessarily have to reflect like oh we're, we're in a camp and it's super cold or whatever uh, mm-hmm. like th- there could be like challenging. Uh, circumstances are challenging like activities that we participate in that push us so it's, it's not it's not that the whole trip itself was difficult but like we're doing these three activities that are really difficult okay uh, kind of like a not 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 quite like but i think we've talked about this like some context some version of like top gear challenge type things, so it's like it's yeah. not that driving a car is hard but here's a challenge that you have to do the, the producers say that you have to do this thing
0: yeah i think that's a really good idea and i think yeah like uh, I I'd I'd like to do like a train journey across Canada um yeah. where it's it's something that's out of the norm um it's you know people can do it but it's out of the norm and I think it would create interesting conversation um even though I would imagine I've never been but I would imagine the landscape in the middle bits is pretty well <laughs> yeah but I don't know that, or or do they? Is there still a train that you can go from Vancouver down to like the states?
1: Uh, I I think you can take uh, take like an Amtrak. Yeah, uh, they've, like they, be... they, 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 they've been talking about that high speed rail between Vancouver, Seattle, and Portland for a while. So like, Washington State just got the green light for like another like research project into it, but like, who knows when and yeah. if this thing will materialize?
0: But I mean that that seems too convenient. Like, I want to do yeah. an inconvenient trip maybe that's what we call it but like (laughs) actually that's that's pretty good james (laughs) yeah it's good isn't it i'll write it down um like uh, yeah i want it i want it to be a bit hard otherwise it's not interesting
1: well and and i think that like obviously we'll have to like think on this a bit but like yeah uh, whatever the challenging activity is i think it like if if it's something that pushes all of us like outside of our normal uh kind of wheelhouse and like we are all like learning a new skill together or like learning a new thing together. Um, I think that that was was part of the appeal of, of like the first trip, you know, like I've never been camping in a tent before. So it was fun and challenging and funny because we were all figuring out how do I put up this tent again? I've never actually put up a tent before. And I had a
0: summer tent and I was frozen.
1: Right. So like (laughs) it's, it it, it, it was $20 tent. Like it it, it, it was, it was scary and terrifying, but like entertaining at the same time, because we're all kind of like, We're trying to learn the situation together so like um what exactly that next activity is i don't know but like something in that kind of context
0: yeah i think this most recent one it was too convenient we'd done it before well and then you all slept in your cars and left me out there yeah yeah (laughs) um and i was like wake up in the morning you guys already left (laughs) and good luck the luck the gate um uh yeah, and David was in that um campervan thing, which looked great. And then he flew from Alberta, which is um awesome. But it's like I don't know, it it seemed too easy. Like we we met in uh, in Hope and uh went to our favourite blue moose and we met the same people and it was like, you know, we'd done it. We, that was it was fine. But now we need to do something much harder and much more annoying to do. And then everyone's like, "Why did James make us do this?" And then is it is it the five of us again, or do we have because we've been talking about bringing other people and doing some sort of masterclass in, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, We'd love to think up something we're pretending to be good at, but um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But um, you know, I think I think if we did take trains or we did see if it's possible to go to like the furthest point in Alaska <laughs> by only public transport, what would that be like? And whoever gets there first, like right? If you had like a amazing race and like you team up and the, the first team there gets prize, um, all the luck, you know, I think it's, yeah. I think that would be funny and, and entertaining. You know, as soon as it's it's easy and it's convenient, it's not that. Like I, I'm, I'm going for the adventure for this five dads go wild. And if it's not an adventure anymore, it's just another fun. You know, going camping with your mates.
1: So let's go bungee jumping out of a helicopter like Will Smith.
0: Mm, you do that, and then I'll. It's challenging. A, it's scary. This that I've never north. done it before. <laughs> yeah yeah i've done you have a master
1: class of bungee jumping
0: yeah if you survive the
1: following year yeah
0: yeah uh this year's what not to do yeah <laughs> snip we <Whee! laughs> oh no stephen's dead um well we learned something today yeah so we need another dad to join us <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone locals? fine um yeah, okay, so we need to give it more thought. I'm going to look up how to get to Whittier on a bus. I, like, I think Whittier. it would be amazing. Like,
1: like, I don't know how feasible it would be, Like, but I think it would be amazing if we could do something, we go up and we see the northern lights in the middle of the Arctic, that kind of thing, you know?
0: Mm, that would be good. I think the trick to these things is not to do too much research and just wing it. Oh, my anxiety. <laughs> i <laughs> uh, don't think about anxiety oh just don't think yeah. about it oh why did why did i think of that oh, yeah, right. you need to go for a walk that'll help your <laughs> mental health um, oh yeah good idea um give me all kinds of time with myself and my thoughts yeah this is pretty depressed get off your phone like, yeah that's not advice um okay but there's a so- app on
1: your phone that you can use so. yeah. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another... No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, we got cut off. Zencaster did that again.
1: Oh. Yeah, good running It's like all of a sudden we just stopped talking.
0: Yeah, it did it last time. I think I need to start paying for the... um. The... Oh,
1: it, it cuts off after a certain amount of time.
0: Yeah. Oh. Really um, it doesn't tell you. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. it would be nice if it just gave you like a warning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Again, like
1: now you're, now you're having a fit. You were doing this thing that was fun and engaging. And yeah. then they just take it away
0: from you. Yeah. So... Um, the plan for Five Dads Go Wild is we're going to make it much worse. Um, that sounds great. More entertaining. So yeah, we'll do that, and then it'll be really good. Yeah, think we'll, we're we're we're
1: taking suggestions. You can always tweet either one of us or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we should do that. Like, yeah. If let's call it an inconvenient trip. Um, I love and that. then um, <laughs> we'll say uh, what like where should we go. That will be a bit annoying to go to, <laughs> like within, I don't know. Then, say North America. Um, I think that's that's enough stipulation, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I guess. Like, like, like I said, be, um, because travel and all that's going to be still touch and go. For
0: who knows how long? But think, we can start. From like, there. we we normally go in what October? Yeah. Like um, September October, yeah, yeah, after school starts back back to yep. it, and routines and stuff yep. um, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, I like I reckon travel and things will open up like all the um restrictions well, like, and stuff are pretty yeah like, like
1: like we can now, but like I haven't really like looked into it, but like you know, with testing and all that right,
0: yeah, and you know, vaccinated, and who knows if we'll have had another booster by then, yeah um. But uh, yeah, okay. So let's let's do that then. Let's let's ask on Twitter uh, at James RCS and at um, what well, you. are just type M for you <laughs> <laughs> at M, and then you'll come up.
1: Yeah, uh, Michael Kwan.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm typing it in. I'm investigating. There's underscore Michael. Oh, that's because I'm on my NFT account. Um, okay, at Michael Kwan at James RCS. um tell us how to make an inconvenient trip funny and where we should go yeah. um all right thanks michael oh where where can people find you and stuff uh
1: yeah probably the easiest way to find me yeah, you can find me on twitter twitter.com slash michael kwan i'm also on instagram instagram.com slash beyond the rhetoric and my website's at btr.michaelkwan.com
0: nice thanks michael yeah, thanks. Jake. Later, bye.